ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 1,200 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to it's time for testimony. And shall we invite Richard Singing Stars to give his testimony? Hallelujah. Is there me saying the house? Amen. My testimony, my name is Richard Trey. My testimony is about how I receive an iPad tree that is prophecy. Hallelujah. I was listening to Daddy's podcast last year, and he made a declaration that receive your iPads. And, you know, I, 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 I received it faithfully, you know. I believed it. So, I came back to school, and we, during the break, I went home. When I went home, I received it. The, well, although, although the Bible says that it, it, it tarries, but believe in God, you receive it. And secondly, I had an uncle who was an unbeliever. He was a Muslim. And, <laughs> hallelujah. Is that me, Shea? And he was listening to sweet melodies. He was, got, got drunk one day. He was listening to sweet melodies. And as he was sleeping down on the floor, that he was preaching. After, I don't know the message, but after he just stood up, he said, Let's take him to church. And since then, he has been in church from Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Believe in God and believe in his prophet, and he shall be saved. Amen. Wow. What a powerful testimony. Wow. Do you have Elder Francis in the house? Can I invite Elder Francis to give his testimony? Remix. Yeah. Okay. And uh, my name is Maxo Nayan. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. My my testimony is about me joining the First Love Church and listening to how the Makane has actually affected my life. Yeah. In 2013, I joined the First Love Church. And when I joined, a shepherd gave me the Makane. And every night, I sleep with the Makane. And almost every time I sleep with it, I have a dream with Daddy. You tell me, save the Lord. Save the Lord. And I never understood it until today. Now, until me became, becoming the chief father. Now I believe I'll go a long way to become a pastor. So yeah. That's my testimony. Now do you have Elder Francis? So I invited Elder Francis to give his powerful testimony. 
Hallelujah. It's powerful. Amen. I want to thank Daddy for coming to Kofi Police Technic. Amen. My testimony is about Good Friday prayers. Charlie, I, I was not in the mood to go for the Good Friday at all. Because I was not having money. And my chief editor then said, Charlie, you are going whether you like it or not, you go. So I have to borrow money from people and go for the Good Friday to come and pay back. And went to the Good Friday and daddy was praying. Said that this year you will not die. No car will knock you down. I believe it. Even though I was not there with my heart, but I still believe the prayers. There was no money. So I believe it. So it was about deliverance. This escaped from a gunshot by some joker who is a policeman. The story short is was I visited my uncle right at Central Police Station for some coins for money. For school fees. Coins for school fees. So I was just sitting right at where the guns are. When the policemen come in the morning, they just go and sign and pick their gun. And I was just sitting there, quiet, thinking about how I'll get my money and go away. And a man just came in, walking up and down. Just I think he was drunk. Took the gun and just started boom, 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 boom. Tell me, you know, the gun was just direct my head like this. The bullet started coming. Go, 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 go. I sat there quiet. I can't move. The whole police station was quiet. The next thing I could see that everybody ran. Are you dead? Are you dead? Are you dead? Are you dead? I said, no, I'm dead. I'm alive. The prayers of my father is working for me. It's working for me. Yeah. It's powerful. It's powerful. Bishop, thank you very much. The prayers are true prayers. When that is praying, Charlie, just receive it. They are working. I want to encourage everyone this Good Friday that is with us right at the same place, the same time. Let's come an anointed man of God, Bishop Dr. Edward Mills, who pray a prayer and that prayer will save you. Thank you very much, Daddy. I'm very grateful. Wow. What a powerful testimony. I don't think this year anybody would like to miss their Good Friday service. If you miss it, then you now you are somewhere. Hallelujah. 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 I want to invite help the, the stars. Was a Christian and attend your church, and I believe I really love the Lord. But there was a day I went to church, and the preacher spoke to me. He said, Jesus said, If you love me, give my words, my comments, listen to my voice. Jesus really needs to know how deep is your love, is your love, how deep is your love, he really needs. 
That a man should give his life for you Do you love the Lord like he loves you? Do you really want to do his will? What will you give in return for his love? Will you yield and obey or just walk Turned to Peter and said, I want to know if you really love me. Simon Peter turned to him and said, Oh, my Lord, why do you even ask? Because you know, dear Lord, how I love you. I will keep your command, I will feed your sheep. Jesus asking you the same. How deep is your love? Is your love how deep is your love? He really needs to know that you're willing to surrender all, all of your life to His will and His command. That's the least that you can do. Da 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 da. That's the only way you show how deep is your love. Is your love how deep is your love? He really needs to know that you're willing to surrender all, all of your life to His will and His commands. That's the Enjoy the stars. Did you enjoy the stars? Wow. Are we ready to receive our Father? Without much shall do, shall we rise onto our feet? We not to invite Bishop Taggy
Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the blessing of today. Please guide us by your mighty Holy Spirit and speak to our hearts. Let us go out of this place with something special from you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. We are excited to be here in Koforidua today. I see that you have a beautiful school here. Is it, is it going to become a university? Or, or it is a university? It is. But I thought I had... In the manifesto that there was going to be a university in the eastern region. Is this, is this the one? Or is another? This is not it. I don't mean by faith. I mean in reality. It is one. Alright. But I'm sure this is not the one they were talking about. This one was here before. Yeah. They are going to build another one. There was going to be uh, 200 schools. Oh? 200 SHS. A university in the eastern region. And then 10 teacher training colleges. And then... Bosso Glass Rehabilitation of Steelworks at Opon Manso. And what else? A number of things. So I'm sure it's going to come on. It's not easy. Right. My, my subject is He that has shall have more, and he that has not shall lose even that which he has. So the world is divided into two groups. He that has and he that has not. And you are joining the he that has group. Amen. 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 Why people have or why people prosper is one of the top mysteries in the world today. I'm surprised to find myself that so much research has been done to discover why people do well and why people do not do well. So, so many things have been found out. But the word of God also teaches us some of these realities. Now, the only reason I'm sharing this with you is for you. Because God desperately wants you to join the group of he that had. Now, wisdom is for young people. It's it's needed more by young people, not by the older. Because when you get the wisdom later, you've already gone in one direction for some time. So when you get the revelation, you get it. You are now going to go back and then start all over again. And it's not easy to start. Your life is very short. Billy Graham said something. He said, the thing that shocks him most about life 
is the brevity of life. Brevity means shortness. Short. Brief. That is his shock. His greatest surprise. And so, you don't have much time to fool around and to experiment. Remember that you are not the Lamb of God to be sacrificed in an experiment. The Lamb of God is already there. He has died for us. So you are not the Lamb of God. So your life should not be a bad experiment for us to now come and discover that all this is all this was true and has been proved with your life. Ah! It will never happen to you. In Jesus name. Whenever you hear something good, say amen. Because the church must say amen when you when you hear a word from the Lord. The answer is amen. Because amen means let it be so in my life practically. Hallelujah. So, um, as we keep going on, we find out that the blessing of the Lord, Proverbs chapter 10, let's all turn there. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, says, The blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich. Amen. Amen. That is powerful. So, there are many keys to prospering. But the main key which most of us are following is the key of going to school and getting a job after based on what you learned in school. That is why some of you who are here in the polytechnic are saying that it's a university because you want it to be a university. Is it not true? But it's not a university. And you are shouting that it's a university because if it's a university, then it's better for you. Because when you finish, you go and you say, "What? Have you been to the university?" You say, "Yes, I went to Koforidua University." But it is not. It's a polytechnic. You get it, and that is quite different from a university. What are the subjects that you study here? Accountancy. What? Purchases and supplies. And then what else? Marketing. And what else? Engineering. Hospitality. Fashion and design. Statistics. All right. How many have not... How many have read a book by Enid Blyton before? Enid Blyton. How many have not? Okay. I will tell you, to, I'll give you homework to go and read Famous Five, Secret Seven, and Adventurous Four series. 
it will help you more than the courses you are doing. And the way it will help you is that it will help your English. You see, one time I was watching a guy, he was speaking on a film. He said uh, he was arrested by some rebels. And at that time, he said, at that time, my English weren't good. My English weren't good. At that time. (laughs) But at this time, his he was trying to say that at this time my, his English is good. But what he said was, at, the, at that time, my English weren't good. <laughs> yeah. So, one of, the things, one of the things you lack is the ability to speak English properly. So when you speak English, you, you, you can tell even before the interview. When the interview is starting, they've made up their mind. When you, when you said my English, my, I learned my English at Koforidua, then they will say, your English weren't good. <laughs> now, I'm telling you something. What to do to prosper. This is the first key. Yeah. And I've given you books. You can get it free. If you go on the internet, plenty. They are all there. Reading and learning English. To speak properly, you will do hundred times better than learning fashion designing at a polytechnic or learning supplies. I would never choose you to do supplies for me. It's not your course at polytechnic that will make you supply. It's honesty that will make me choose somebody to get supplies or purchases. Not, not, uh, not Koforidua poly. poly. Uh, degree in is it not true? Uh, if you ask you are doing the course, you are asking yourself that who should be so foolish as to send us to go and buy things for us? A whole decision of only buying, purchasing, and supplying. <laughs> I'm telling you, what will make you rich? Okay? So, anyway, the runway or the main motorway to Kumasi from Accra is, we know the road, is still under construction. And that is the main road that everybody knows the way to Kumasi. But there are other ways you can go to Kumasi. Even through Koforidra is one of the ways. So what I'm trying to say is that there seems to be one main way to prosperity, which is going to school after school. Get a job based on what you learned in the school. Okay? Is it not true? Those outside, is it true? Yeah. So, but what you must realize, and that is to become one of he that hath. Hey, don't talk when I'm preaching. Just listen to the preaching, okay? That is the way to become he that has. Alright? But there are other routes apart from that official route. Okay? Do you want to know the other ways? That's what I'm talking about for a few minutes. Amen. Amen. And then we'll be on our way. But if you receive this wisdom, some of you are going to fly. 
Amen. How many want to fly instead of walking? Yes. So listen and believe. Amen. Listen and what? Believe. Now, another way to prosper and to become he that has, apart from the main way, which we all know, which is go to school, whatever you learnt in school, go and get a job based on what you learnt in school. Another way that God often brings to people is the grace of God bringing things that you don't deserve or know why it has come your way. Okay? Now, many times, when the grace of God comes, because you have a fixated way in your mind about how things should be, you end up mistakenly rejecting the new way that has come for your prosperity. Are you with me? Yes. What do I mean? When Elijah or Elisha was going to heal Naaman the Syrian, he called him, he went to his house with a lot of gifts. And Elisha didn't even come out of his house. Which is I mean, amazing. You, you get what I'm saying? Because Naaman was a very important person. But he didn't come out of the house. <laughs> Which you would have thought he would come out. Prophets are sometimes a little strange. He didn't come out of his house. Then, he told him to go and bath. This is the message that he sent. Go and bath. Something that he does already. And he does every day. Then he told him to bath seven times. And then he told him where to bath. Do you get it? Are you with me? Now, many times, we have a fixed way. And he was very irritated with this. First of all, the man not coming out of the house. And number two, the instruction that he had been, he, he gave him. He was very angry. Then a little child told Naaman, if they had asked you to do something else, something more complicated, would you not have done it? He had just told you to go and wash. Why don't you just do this simple thing? It may become a blessing to you. And he listened to the little servant. And he thought about it, wow. It's true. Let me go. Now, another reason why people don't like such instructions is that some people have a mind that when God is going to bless you, okay, He doesn't have do anything physical at all. Like anything that you can see or that is physical. Like bathing or even taking medicine. Like then God is not moving. So, If you are told, go and take this medicine, you may think God is not healing you. You see, because you are fixated in your mind that if God is healing you, there will be neither medicine, nor injection, nor hospital, nor any 
something coming near you. Because God himself is healing you. So when an instruction from God comes to do something like that, it's like, oh, that must not be God. But then you have to ask yourself, who made the human body? Who made it? Very complex human body. Take it from me. I mean, I'm a doctor. And I, I, I studied anatomy extra long because we had a, a break during the our, when I was in school. We had a revolution, and during the revolution, we, our university was closed down. So, go home. We were causing too many too many problems. Just go home. That's all. So they closed it down. We all went home. So I had the beginning and a, a year, and then after another year, all doing anatomy. Yeah. Are you still around? And I can tell you that God's creation is fantastic. He made it. He knows it. There are secrets to the human body which are so fantastic. Who made it? He made it. So, occasionally, as a blessing to man, he shows man, look at this. Then that person is hailed as an inventor or a discoverer of something. It is his, his creation. And he doesn't mind that you don't know anything about it. So that revelation, that if you take augmenting, you will not die. It's a secret discovered by somebody. He saw a bacteria in the plate and he saw another bacteria by it. And that bacteria killed the other bacteria. So, that is where the first time they thought of it that ah, to kill the bacteria perhaps we can use another bacteria. Antibiotics was invented from that. We also have probiotics. Something that makes bacteria multiply. Yes. Pro. (laughs) and when a very small animal bacteria came to Europe the whole of Europe from the east from Constantinople that side all the way to France, Germany, Switzerland everywhere with the plague something that is cured with just augmenting for three days four days it will be gone they, they, they have not discovered this wonder which God has already made. The secret has not been revealed. So it wiped out one third of the population of the whole of Europe died. You see, Ebola virus, even when it came recently, it killed only 10, I say only because of Europe, what happened in Europe, 10,000 people and it stopped. By Europe was millions and all they needed was ampicillin. It wasn't a big disease like some of the things we have today. So they are all secrets. And where does the secret come from? Where does that knowledge come from? It's, it's God who made it even in the first place. He has created all things. So when he's even giving you that instruction, it's part of his protection and his healing. But we have visited that if God 
is healing me. They will lay hands on me. They will pour oil on me. And then I will not take any medicine. And then I will be healed. It's, it's we are fixated. I mean, we are all like that. You understand? Yes. But I'm telling you, the Bible says, when the enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of the Lord, when the enemy is coming like a flood to drown you, which is to kill you, there are a lot of things that want to kill us. Yeah. The spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. And who is the spirit of the Lord? The standard word means to cause something to disappear. So God will raise a standard or God will do something, the Spirit of God will do something that will make that thing disappear. And the Spirit of the Lord is the Spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, light. Yes. That's the Holy Spirit. All the knowledge that the world has used, including the gifts they have, is all discoveries about God's creation And it's also God's mercy and God's wisdom that they are discovering. Oh yes. If you take many, many diseases that we have today, God has made the mechanism this way and how to counteract it, how to stop it, how to block it. Many things that we we have, they are all God's grace and wisdom. But we are fixated about healing. But from today you are released. Whatever knowledge God gives you to raise up against the enemy's flood. A flood is only to kill you. God is, will cause many things to disappear. Yeah. Yesterday I saw a child who has gone blind has received a, an eye from a pig. They used an eye of a pig. To transplant the part of the eye and the child is seen. Yeah. Yeah. So the blindness which was coming to the child has been caused to disappear by the spirit of knowledge. And all these unbelievers who don't acknowledge God, God has God has decided not to mind any of them. You wait. A fool says in his heart there is no God. They will see God just now and they will be shocked. And there is a God who made all these things. Hallelujah. The same goes for prosperity. Don't let me preach for too long today. The same goes for prosperity. We are one plaque. The school I went to, followed by the job related to the school that I went to. This is our... One main way. Today I am showing you that the grace of God can make other ways available that are like just God providing for you by His grace. And when it comes, it's important to recognize it. Are you there? Are you sure you are still around? Turn with me. To the Bible. I know it's the Bible you are thinking of. And I'm going to start with. 1 Corinthians. Chapter 15. I want you to believe in the grace of God. Now when we say grace. When we say grace of God. 
Huh? You must understand it is um, goodwill. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Goodwill. From God. Undeserved kindness. Do you see? By which God exerting his influence on souls, strengthens them, keeps them, increases them in Christian faith, in knowledge and affection. Wow. It's something which makes you joyful, have pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness. Those are the words that will be used to describe your life from today. How many would like your life to be described with such English words? Even if your English weren't good, you would see that. You see that. These English words will be working for you. Hey! Loveliness. Pleasure, delight, speech. I mean, this is grace. So the first verse that I'm trying to, for us to read... Is verse 10. Okay. Alright. Wrong. Okay. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. By the grace of God. I am what I am. By what? It's by the grace of God, I am what I am. So if you are going to be anything, I am this, I am that, I am this, there is something that has the power to make you something that you can't even imagine what you can ever be. And that is that by the grace of God, I am what I am. 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 So if what I am is a good thing, what is it that brings about the what you are? The grace of God. The grace of God makes you lovely, joyful, wonderful, pleasure, loveliness. Ah. And that I am what I am, you too will stand somewhere and say, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am. Now, people who went to Wesley Girls, they go back to the school often, isn't it? And they support their school very much. Not only Wesley Girls, but I'm just using Wesley Girls because I know them. They support the school. They are called back, Achimota and other schools are called, come, come back to your school. 
and do something for the school. Why? Because you are what you are because of the school. Why are they calling you to come back? Why are they doing 2010 year group? 2009 group? 1999 group? 2003 group? Come back and build something for the others. Why? Because you are what you are because of this school. Uh We thank God. But what I'm also telling you that there is another way. Apart from your school making you a great person, the grace of God can make you a very blessed and great person. That is going to be your testimony this year. Here I am preaching. How can I say that I am what I am because of University of Ghana Medical School? That I've been invited to the Philippines to speak to the largest church in the Philippines. After that, I've been invited by the association of all pastors in Philippines to come and address them in a stadium. A different invitation because of the University of Ghana Medical School. Huh? So, even though I went to school, are you listening to me? I have found another route. That's what I say. Even though the main road to Kumasi is there, there is there are other routes or routes, depending on how your English is. <laughs> At that time, my English weren't good. <laughs> At the time, tell somebody. At the time, my English weren't good. But from today, your English will be good. (laughs) (laughs) It's too fantastic. Amen. Amen. By the grace of God, I am what I am. I am what I am. Yes, I am what I am. You can become something and you you now you stand and say, No, no, it's not the school. No, no, it's not my parents. No, no, it's not my uncle. No, no, it's not my connection. No, it's not my hard work. I am what I am just by the grace of God. I have no other explanation to my situation but the grace. Explanation of the grace. And then he he, you see, because he worked very hard, he was explaining something which is very important for people who work hard. This verse is the most important verse for people who work hard. A lot of people don't work hard. But for those who work hard, this verse is very important. 
It says, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. Okay? But I labored more abundantly than all the other apostles. Yet it was not I who was laboring, but the grace of God which was with me is is what was making me work hard. People who work hard need to always remember this verse. That even working hard is given to you by the grace of God to be able to work very hard. If you work very hard, you work in the morning, you work in the evening, you work in the afternoon. It's also by the grace of if you can recognize the grace of God. Are you still around? Very important. Very important. Now, are you still there? I'm continuing and I'm going to read more fantastic scriptures. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. Wow. Notice. God is able to make All grace abound. You see, what is the meaning of the word grace? Grace is a divine influence. A divine influence upon your heart. A benefit. A favor. A liberality. Okay? Something which affords joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness. God is able to make grace all these things. Abound towards you so that always having sufficiency. You see, we are talking about having. He that has. Grace is the cause of sufficiency. So that having sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. So God is able to make Money come to you? No. It's able to make grace. When the grace abounds, everybody say abounding grace. Abounding grace. Towards you. You will always have all sufficiency. In all things. You will not lack a beloved in your life. That, That is why when you, when a beloved proposes to you, You shouldn't lift up your nose and say, me now, I'm nice. A lot of people want me. And I I have to choose and pick. No. And when you are married too, you don't have to think you are nice. Me now, there was this original brother who came. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people. I don't want to say all their names. No. You must not think that way. Sufficiency of proposals is by the grace of God. One day I spoke to a sister. I asked her, has anybody proposed to you before? I think she was about 30 years old. Said nobody has ever proposed to me. 
So, receive the grace of God to have sufficiency of proposals for your marriage. Don't stand in the mirror and say, as for me, I am nice. You are nothing. And I'll tell you something. A lot of beautiful girls do not marry. If you don't know, I'm telling you. In fact, sometimes you'll be a bit shocked. you see that, ah, man, she's nice. But why? Then you'll be standing there about to officiate a, a wedding. And who do you see coming down the aisle? Somebody who you diagnose as an ugly duckling. Do you know an ugly duckling? Yes. You diagnose her as an ugly duckling in the church. And there she comes. And you, who sees yourself as a beauty queen, you'll be standing there and I'll be saying, stretch out your hand into the aura and receive, as they are marching out, receive the grace to marry. Are you still around or you are going home? God is able to make grace abound so that you always having sufficiency enough of everything everything food, car, money where to stay, where to live what to do, how to travel how to come even to be loved because one of the things that gets finished in life is love at a point, nobody loves you. Or nobody likes you. You may even be married. But the person who has married you is thinking to himself, Charlie, I made a mistake. Are you still around? Receive love. Amen. Now, I want to show you yet another scripture which I find fantastic. Yes. Galatians. Chapter 2. And I'm going to read from verse 7. But on the contrary, Seeing that I have been entrusted with the gospel of the uncircumcision that it was committed unto me as the gospel of the circumcision was committed unto Peter. Okay? For he who was effectually working through Peter also was working through me to the Gentiles. Verse 9. Verse 9. Are you with me? This is, this is, this is the key verse. You know, there are some key verses in every preaching. You must cut those key verses. This is one of them. And recognizing the grace that had been given to me, James and Cephas and John, who were reputed to be pillars, gave to me Barnabas, the right hand of fellowship, so that we might go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. They only asked us to remember the poor, the very thing I also was eager to do. Amen. amen. It says in verse 9. Amen. 
and recognizing the grace. This is the NESB, but this one says, they perceived the grace that was given to me. You see, grace is something that is invisible. So, you may not recognize or see that this grace has been given to me or to somebody. But he is saying that Barnabas, uh, Peter, that is James and the big shots, the big apostles, they, they saw that. Because Paul, was, Paul never walked with Jesus. Paul was a very some way person when Jesus was around. I mean, he was a beast. And when Jesus died, he became more beastly. Do you understand? I am sure he was among the people who were crucifying Jesus. And then when they started preaching, ah, that is when the evil spirits became more in Paul. He was called Saul at the time. So he had never met, like he, Peter, he doesn't know them. But they recognized. You recognize. You will recognize. They recognized the grace of God. That had been given. And they said, no, I can see some. I'm not a fool. When you recognize the grace, you have become very clever. Because you may have recognized what will prosper you. Yeah. Grace. Unfortunately, and these are pastors recognizing the grace on another pastor. There are some graces that have been given to me. Yes. And it's a grace. It's not something I learned. It's not something I went to school to study. It's not from my family. It's not from anything. But it's just grace. And people that are around a person who has received grace, it is your duty. You see, look at the big shots. James, Cephas is the same as Peter. And John, Peter, James, the guys who went for the transfiguration. These are the guys who went for the transfiguration. And these are the three big shots in the church. They recognize this complete outsider. They recognize that grace has been given to this guy for, for, for whatever. But many people do not recognize. That is why I would say that I have even carpenters. My carpenters prospering more than some of my pastors who say they are doing business. And there are many people, because a grace of, a grace of prosperity has also been given to me. I don't preach it. I don't preach it. I don't talk about it. I don't emphasize. But there is a grace. Otherwise, we could not be doing what we are doing. Yeah. Sweatlessly. And easily. Yes. You see, even to stand here in a classroom block in Kufuridwa on a Sunday morning, I'm not at the Kodesh. At the Kodesh, there are people who sell carpets, carpet sellers, <laughs> cutting material sellers, iron rod dealers, cement dealers, businessmen, I mean, computer. All those people are there. I've left them and come to follow small children in Kufuridwa. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. If there was not a grace, I could not be standing here. I'll be in that church 
fighting for myself to be important there. Now, but the grace has made a lot of things possible. So when you don't recognize it, you buy you bypass it and you don't you don't respect it, you don't honor it, and you don't receive from it. Yes. I remember one of my pastors who was prospering, doing various things, working at very, when, when I even mentioned the names of the organization the person was working for, you even tremble. But this same fellow acknowledged that even coming nearer has made him prosper more than all those big names and things that they are mentioning. Look, you must know that a lot of prosperity, you see, when President Mahama became president, all those who were his friends, they had, excuse me to use the word, jackpot. Like they were his friends. Like from school, from university, from just parties. Uh-huh. His parties. Because he became a president by surprise. Yes. And a lot of people, I am sure, I don't know, because I don't know about that, but I am sure a lot of people, when they saw he became president, oh, ah, do you remember me? You, are, you know, you are my friend, you know, you are my friend. Charlie, we are roommates, so, hey, Charlie, I hear you are not the president. At least I know one person who did that. I know one person who did that. Yeah. And the person is not even a Ghanaian. Yeah. The person was calling upon some history. So, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, learn to recognize. When you see that the grace of God is here, you found it. You found it. You found it. Yes. Rather, you need to do what Paul said to Timothy. Amen. Are you there? You want more verses? From the Bible? That will be a blessing to you? Amen. Turn with me to 2 Timothy. Chapter 2. Verse 1. Thou therefore, my son, you see, he was writing to his son, Timothy. He said, Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Because some grace has appeared. Huh? No, grace is something that appears like a, Nina, how do you call it? Like a cloud or like a sun. It just, or a rainbow. If you've seen a rainbow before. We had a crusade and two rainbows appeared. 
Yeah. It just comes. Titus 2.11 Titus 2.11 It says The grace of God That brings salvation Has done what? Has appeared It's like oh wow There was no grace Now something has come There is now grace So what do you do? Thou therefore my son Be strong In the grace that you see That has come be, become, become one of the wild people in the grace. If I was you, I would decide to make myself stronger in the grace that is in First Love Church or in Lighthouse Chapel or whatever, Bill Eglis or whatever, any of our denominations. We have a lot of denominations. Yes. Be strong. There is grace. I'm sure sometimes some of my members want to tell some of their pastors that. Charlie, you are not doing well. Go and find a book and read. You know, find one of uh, Papa's books and read it and just be blessed. I mean, we don't see the grace of God working on your life. Find a book somewhere and read. Can't you see? You are not listening to the Makane. Eh, Pastor, you are not listening. Or Elder, you are not listening to the Makane. The grace of God is available, but you are not strong in the grace. I'm not strong in the grace. I'm sure some of the members feel like telling Charlie, the way you are doing the church, you are not, I mean, we are not enjoying it. I remember one of my members, he traveled to a certain country. And when he got there, he said, mm, The church is not as I know a lighthouse church. Yes. And you see, instead of Focusing on the messages that you should listen to as a member of the house and becoming strong in the things that we are doing. You have the phone, you don't even have a podcast. And if you have the podcast, you don't even listen to it. And you're talking of prosperity. Do you want us to mention things so that you know about prosperity? Our budget is more than some of the government ministries. You may not know, it's more. Yes. It's more. Some of the ministries and sectors of the, of the government. Sometimes when I hear the amount of money that they are, I say, oh, these people. <laughs> Small money, and you see they are, they are traveling to us all alone. Yes. There is grace. So Charlie, get closer. You see, you may not know. Look, okay, I'll leave you. You say you are doing what fashion designing. Okay, go. I just leave. Go and continue. Or say you are doing what car repairing or what? What are the cause? Hospitality. Go. You say you are doing what? And supplies. You are going to supply for who? Supplies. No. Learn when I'm telling you there are more ways. Yes, more ways. And remember that grace of God does things. Amen. Amen. Grace, like 
So watch out. Keep your eyes open. So that you'll be like this Peter, James, and John, the guys who transmigration pastors. And you will also see wonders in your life. Amen. Amen. Number one, I'm going to just give you a list of things that the grace of God can bring. When it comes, then say, hey, I've seen you. Miracles. Yes. The miracles, and you see, I don't want to share with you things that are theoretical. I don't like theoretical type of preaching. Since I stepped into the miracle ministry, my ministry is hundred times bigger. Yes. I don't live and eat bread and drink water from what I learned in medical school, even though I have a hospital. Not only do I have a hospital, but I have specialists that are all my employees. How many doctors are able to build a hospital? And that, that, that one, I say, I'm not doing it all. And then the hospital is there. It's one of the best hospitals in Accra. One of the best and most popular hospitals. We have even our own private mortuary. Yes, it's executive. Yes, brand new. If you die, come. You get special treatment. It's not, it's, not the, it's not for the public. It's not for the public. It's for special. If you are special, five star. Yes. People don't know the importance of a mortuary because they have not seen how the dead are handled in Ghana. If you see it, you vomit. It's one of the most horrible things. Yeah, when you see, you get shivers. Say, I will never like to be here. Yeah. Hmm? But amazingly, miracles have transformed my ministry. I've been invited to speak in the largest Pentecostal gathering in the world. I believe it is in the world because the last time it was held, Yongicho had to go to the stage with a helicopter. Yes. And I'm, I'm the speaker for the final night, the grand uh, in Brazil. Yeah. Miracles. They say they, they are asking for miracles at the last day. Yes. Recently, I was in I was invited in Kuala Lumpur to be a speaker and have conducted miracle service services there in Kuala Lumpur. Wow! wow. Not because I went to medical school. I studied physiology. Miracles. We were, I don't know which town it was. A lady came and said, actually her neighbor, that lady was also on admission in the hospital. She was blind. She had food. She said that she cannot see, if she could not see, she was standing and said, I can see. She said she could not see the food on the plate. King Williamstown it was. Yeah. And the neighbor, the, was the lady also admitted? 
she was also a patient next to her. So she would hold the plate and tell her that potatoes is at 12 o'clock. Meat is at quarter past 12. Pumpkin is at, these are their food, pumpkin is at 12.30 and quarter to one is cabbage. Do you understand it? A plate is round, so like a clock. So when the plate is in front of her, she cannot see. So like if she wants to take food, I mean, you don't know how you use your eyes all the time. So you don't, you don't realize that you, you know where the food is on the plate. But she could not see anything on the plate. So she's been told that. So you put your hand around the plate and know that 12 o'clock is meat, or potatoes at 12. That is 12 o'clock, the top. Quarter past is at 3 o'clock is. No, 3 is the same as quarter past. Okay. So 3 o'clock is meat. meat. 6 o'clock is pumpkin. And then 9 o'clock. Is cabbage. That is how blind she was. And her eyes were open. She was standing on stage telling us. Fantastic. Amazing. So miracles. Yeah. That's how come I've been to some of the places that I've been. One day I stepped in. You see. I went to South America. And you see I know that you, you, you don't learn this in school. Now, these are ways to prosper. But for me, miracle has been a major way. When I stepped in Panama, a man flew from Colombia and could, to invite me, said I should come to a crusade that he has organized. He had a radio station and had the ability to organize a huge stadium full of people. And I said I would not go because I had heard dangerous things about the country. But... God spoke to me and told me to go. So when the man came, I said, I will. he brought pictures. I, said, I don't need to see the pictures. I'm coming. God has already spoken to me. I'll come. So I arrived there. I was the speaker on the first day. The crusade was for five days. And there were other speakers. When I stood there, I said, God, move. And the Holy Spirit moved. Miracles started happening. Fantastic miracles. When I got back to my hotel, my interpreter came to tell me that I am now the speaker for day two, three, four, and five. All the day. all the other speakers are no more speaking. Grace, you are receiving grace for miracles. Amen. Through miracles, I've been able to have crusades. Most of the places we've been to. They are 99% not Christian. 99%. But they come. Thousands. And they all come. Sitting there, they are not Christians. But they believe in healing. And you see them getting healed. And coming to shake our hands on the stage. Yes. Miracle has been a door for me. When I went to Senegal, they said, A grand marabou has come. A marabou is a magician. They, They called me a big magician. Receive the miracle anointing. Amen. Number two. Recognize the grace of God that has given you certain gifts. Like the gift of teaching. Yes. 
I'm teaching. I'm preaching. It may not have been the way you thought you would do well. But pride like Naaman the Syrian will keep you away from choosing it and accepting it. I had to put away my pride and accept it as a way of living. And if you are here and God has called you, you cannot make yourself too proud. Humble yourself. If that is the way God has chosen to look, God looks after me being a pastor. I've been in his service even since I was in secondary school. He has been paying wages to me. Yes. I can't can't even handle it. Because the Bible says, he that reapeth, receiveth wages. I've been receiving wages for years. Receive your wages. My, the gift God has given me, the anointing that is on my life to teach and to preach, that came on me in 1988. Where were you in 1988? You were not born? You were born in which year? 90s. 95. Wow. You are new. Huh? That's the grace. You see, if your eyes could open, you would see it on me. It's like a big woolen blanket. It's thick. Its color is like brown. All over my shoulder. Yes. That is what is carrying me. That's the gift. In the spirit, it's a thick, very thick woolen blanket. Neither my father nor my mother nor my education nor anything in my background can account for all that I am experiencing and that you are also going to experience. So that's why I say I say to you, look, follow God's choice, even if it is different from how you originally thought to be. Yes. Then number three. The grace of God can give you certain professions. Like, you know, sometimes people are doctors, lawyers, and have different professions. Fashion, designing, purchasing, whatever your profession is. It may be the way a grace may be given to you that You'll be the greatest purchaser of all time. But many purchasers are thieves. Over invoicing and under invoicing. Is it not true? Huh? Yeah. Is it true or is it not true? That is why in our ministry I don't, we don't use second hand cars. Not because we have money. But because we want to avoid a purchaser who will say that he's going to purchase spare parts. By the time he comes back, a spare part that is thousand five, we have paid six thousand five hundred for it. I don't want purchases. Are you still there or you're going home? Number four. Number five. I'm skipping number four. Number five. Recognize the grace of God which gives you specialized knowledge. 
Wow. A special ability. In Daniel chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says the king spoke to Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel, which were the king's seed. Children in whom was no blemish, but well favored, and skillful in all wisdom, cunning in knowledge, understanding science, such as had the ability. Amen. To stand in the king's palace. And whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine. Amen. Amen. And they drank happily and they were nourished. Three years of eating and drinking. Because they were skillful in wisdom, cunning in knowledge, understanding science. And they had the ability to stand close to the king in the king's palace. That's why they were okay. Not because of the school they went to. So maybe God will give you a peculiar knowledge. Or ability. Now this one you see. Not everybody can be near the king. Some of you if you are in the king's palace. You will be taking pictures and what's happening to your friends. Yes. One day I visited someone. And uh, she told me, oh, have you seen this uh, pastor's house? I said, no, I've never seen. I said, oh, my friend went to visit that man of God. And she took a lot of pictures of the house. She asked, what's up all to me? Look at it. I said, wow. I also looked. I said, wow, wow, wow. (laughs) It shows you don't have the ability to even visit the king in his palace. You dare, we dare not bring you there. We dare not let you step foot in that, in that yard. Hey! Because you have no ability to keep things to yourself. Just that ability alone. You know, one day somebody was looking for uh, somebody to do a job. And I pointed him out, one of my church members. I said, this girl, she doesn't have friends. She doesn't talk. Use her to do those things. Is the best person for you. Yeah, that was the only qualification. I said she doesn't have friends. She doesn't talk a lot. Choose her. This one is very good. She will never tell anybody all your private things. Yes. So you see, some people have a, a knowledge, and that is the only. Qualification. All the school aside, he doesn't talk. Doesn't say things that he knows. I'm showing you different ways people prosper for different reasons. Hey. Hmm. The next one. Recognize the grace of God to do things you are not trained for. Anything you are not trained for may be the thing that God will use. That's outside your training. Yes. Open up your heart and see. I'm trained for this. I mean, look at even the politicians. Many of the politicians we have who are like leaders of Ghana, 
are doing something they were not trained for. What they were trained for, they are not doing it. Starting with President Rawlings. He was trained to fly planes and he became the head of state. Huh? Many of the politicians are lawyers. It's a good background anyway. But the most amazing one is doctors. There was a year we had about six presidential candidates. All of them were doctors. Heart surgeons, gynecologists, pathologists. Is it not true? Private practitioners. All of them. Heart surgeons. Somebody who can open, like he can put you down here, cut your chest through the bones. Open your bones with a, a kind of clamp like this. And you see your heart beating. Then he can enter the heart. Do something with it for two hours. Close it and bring you back and bring you back to life. Such a person. Say, he wants to be the president. doesn't want to do that thing again. Wow. So, open your mind. Because maybe, it may not be what you've been trained for. That God is going to use to bless. Now look at Jesus. Jesus is the best example. He was trained in carpentry. Is this not the carpenter's son? But now he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. And I'm going to follow the anointing of my life. Hallelujah. Are you there or you are going home? The next one is, recognize the grace of God which gives you certain abilities. And when you recognize the grace, then you become strong in that grace. That's all. As soon as you, I've given you all the verses already. As soon as you become, you recognize the grace, then you become strong in the grace. When you see there's grace, then you become strong in the grace. That's all. Grace is to be recognized, then you become strong in it. That's all. Recognize grace and become wild in it. So, another reason for the grace of God that you see is a grace that gives you ability to sing. I'm sure Ida has traveled more than Danny Boy. Look at his ability. He's a one-man orchestra. Yes. He's a music maker. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. He's he's just about to travel again. He's always, they're always going abroad. All the time. All the time. So when you see that, oh, what cause did you do? Compute, is, that, that is not working. And this one, you see, you do economics. She did economics in school. What is economics? Grace of God has given you the ability to say, what, do you, what should you do? Be strong in that, be wilder in that grace than ever before. This is the way. Follow it with strength. Don't, don't leave it for anybody. Don't be cool about it. Don't allow people to take your room. Don't, don't sit down and just, I mean, take it casually. Because that is the thing that God has chosen. He says, God is able to make our grace abound towards you so that you have sufficiency in all things. Are you forgotten that verse already? I gave you a list of key scriptures, didn't I? 2 Corinthians 9 8. God is able to make all grace abound. So grace towards Ida so that she can sing. Okay? Then therefore that she has all sufficiency in all things. By that grace. 
Not by your school. Not by your mother. Not by your father. Not even by your English. Because <laughs> I told you to go and read those books so that your English will be better. <laughs> wow. One day there was an, uh, some guys, they were on a little boat in Italy during you know, the olden days. And um, they were just, I don't know what they were doing on the, in the sea. There were two of them. And uh, a big ship came by and they, they just arrested them and took them as prisoners. And they went and chained them and put them as part of their slaves. But this guy was actually an artist. So he was in the, they were in the prison. Oh God, how can we come up? One day the artist just took charcoal and decided to draw his, the, the master of the prison. He drew him in the wall. And the master of the prison came by and saw. What? Who did that? Please, I. I'm the one. Are you an artist? I'm an artist. Draw more, let's see. He drew more things. Wow! Come! Out of the prison. Come and be painting for us. Many people came to see his paintings. And the guy eventually said, You are such a wonder. And I'm giving you your freedom. Go back to where you came. So he escaped the prison because of that ability to, to draw. Sometimes I look at artists, you know, I visited one of my pastors as an artist. I said, ah, you don't use this art and ability to draw. Because if I had a drawing, I would show you my best artwork. It's the sticks, the round, the whatever. That's the maximum. They can paint. They can do. The, they don't. They don't. They don't use it. These are all wonders given to people. That's why I write songs. That's why I do music because it's also something I can do. Yes, I can see it's most more graces. I shall use it. You wait. When you go to heaven, you think God is going to judge you for one talent. If He gave you ten talents, you say, "Come, number one." We are t- discussion on number one. Number two, grace. Number two, I gave you. What about this? Grace number three. Grace number four. Grace number five. You see that the thing is getting worse. Number eight. Recognize the grace of God that makes you beautiful. Some of you, just your beauty will get you somewhere. And if it is, then develop it. What does that mean? Go and get more uh, lipstick. No. Go and read and it blighten so that your English will be better. So that when you speak, your English with wearing good at the time will be far better and match the beauty. Yes, that's what to do. And then learn other skills. Apart from just your hair. And your face and your eyes. Because your beauty it will get you very, it can get you somewhere, but 
Look, do you think Esther was the only beautiful girl who was coming to see the king? All of them were beautiful. Maybe just talk with them. Come sit down, let me talk with you. Me, I know how I, I just talk to somebody. One minute, I can develop an affinity for the person. Just one, 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds and so This guy is a wonderful person. Huh? You're a nice girl. Look at a nice girl like you. When you open your mouth, your English wearing good. Nice girl like you. When you open your mouth, your English wearing good. <laughs> oh! Very nice with nice hair, nice face, nice skin. Everything is that. The moment you open your mouth, bang! Your English what? Wearing good. One day, a beautiful lady came to my office. And I was thinking to myself, this is a beautiful girl. Then she opened her mouth. And her English weren't good at all. And I felt so sad. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, like a beautiful person who is smelling. Like you look beautiful, but you smell bad. It's like there's a mismatch of something. Receive good English from today in Jesus' name. Learn how to cook. A beautiful girl who doesn't know anything at all. Huh? Indomie is what you can cook. Uh, all beautiful girls stand up. Let me see you if you are a beautiful girl. Stand up. There's no beautiful girl here. Okay. Number nine. I was going to speak certain blessings to them, but they didn't stand. Number nine. Recognize the grace of God that makes someone be kind to you. Yes. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shake it together, running over. Shall men give to your bosom? What makes somebody give to you? And what makes somebody kind to you? Huh? Even in the church, not everybody supports the church. Not at all. Number 10, recognize the grace of God that gives you favor. Favor always means to be chosen. Hey, you come. Hey. Ah, who's that? Call that, call that, call the two of them. My friend, Reverend Steve Mensah, he tells always me the story how the archbishop used to call him. That time they were just twins who used to sing. And he used to say, Chet twins, eh? Chet twins, eh? It's like call the twins to come and sit with me. Yes. That's a blessing. And he never forgets that. That's why he honored the archbishop when he built his church. He said his name will always be on my building here. Yeah. He said you always say, check twins, call the call the twins. Check twins, check twins. They always call for you. They call your name. They call say, come, you and you. And others are never called. 
But you don't realize. Then at the point you start taking it for granted. Hey, this man is calling me again. This man is calling me again. Yes. Every day there's something. Every day there's something. Hmm. Wow. Number 11. Recognize the grace of God that makes you occupy a special position. Now, positioning. It came to pass in the month Nisan, in the 20th year of Artaxerxes the king, that wine was before him, and I took up the wine and I gave it to the king. Now, I had not before then been sad in his presence. Then the king said to me, why are you sad? And he said what was wrong with him. Now, being the cup bearer, that position, it may be more important than being the head of Israeli refugees. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. This is the story of Nehemiah. Ne- uh, is it Nehemiah? Yeah. He was a cup bearer. Whoever the cup bearer is, he was the cup bearer. Yeah, he was a cup bearer. Now, so it's like you may be the leader of the refugees, but the position of a cup bearer is more higher and more prosperous and more important than I'm the head of nothing. The head of an, an ant and the leg of an elephant. Which one is which one is more likely to stay alive for, for longer? Yes. So there are times it's not about being the president. Oh, maybe just being the 15th vice or the cup bearer. Will be more important to you than to go and be the head of Tigo or MTN over there. That is how people are lured from place to place. Come and have this position. You'll be the this or that, you'll be the whatever, but you have to look at it carefully. Because sometimes being even the name of I am the cleaner, it may be more important to be the cleaner here than to be the director of financial uh, integral integrated interpretation of services. Hey. That is why many pastors that have stretched out their hand come and work for the Lord. They say, (laughs) we'll see you on Tuesday. We'll see you on Tuesday. Years have gone by. Years and years have gone by. They may have been better being one of the pastors, maybe become a bishop by now. But, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm the director of uh, uh, finance of the, this and that and that. It's just a word. It's just a word. Are you there? Yes. Amen. And finally, recognize the grace of God that comes to you through animals, nature. Yeah. Through nature. Bush people just kill animals. You know, you'll be surprised that 
people have learned, and there's, I don't want to mention which type of people, but there are some people, they value animals. Recently, I was at a place where a cobra came to where we were staying. And they told us, if any snake comes, they call the security. They called the security. The security people came there with a special car, and a special, and they took the cobra. They said, this cobra, in five minutes, you'll be dead when it bites you. They took it. They said, where, where, where? I asked, where are you going to kill it? We are not going to kill it. We are taking it over there to go and put it over there. I said, wow. I said, where I come from? If you are a snake and you are seen, that's your last day. (laughs) Amazing. So don't look for making yourself great when it comes to position. Proverbs 13 verse 7 says that there is a person that maketh himself rich but hath nothing. You see? And there is that maketh himself poor and yet has great riches. So you may have a position that doesn't look so great. So what are you? Oh, I, I am a tea maker. My, my job is to make tea. Ah, what type of job is that? That person may be richer than there is a person who makes himself rich. It sounds big. I am the this and this and that and that and that. Ten years, fifteen years, you still don't have any even a place to stay. After saying you are working at such and such a bank. That's why I say some of my members want to face some people and tell her. Go and read the book. You are not doing well. And finally, recognize the grace of God that comes through the church. The church. Yeah. The church. Lighthouse alone has a lot of schools in almost all the regions grace of God we have the largest orphanage in the country maybe apart from SOS hospital one of the best so the church alone is providing even employment for people and the church itself is work so that may be oh I'm going to MTN but maybe at the time you come back you see that you miss your opportunity. You will not miss your opportunity. You will not miss your opportunity. Amen. And finally again, recognize the grace of God that comes to you through inheritance. Yeah. May you inherit something good. Yes. Whatever is given to you, make use of it. God will sometimes touch a father's heart. And you, before you realize, you are getting inheritance that you don't deserve. Yeah. You get inheritance. But only 2% of those who receive inheritance are able to improve on it. May you receive inheritance. Amen. 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 I've always believed in doing well with inheritance. So what all these ways, the grace of God may choose one of these ways 
and say this is the way. Not necessarily through fashion. It may be through the fashion. I know people who have done well. Estee Lauder and uh, my English weren't good, so good at the time. So what are the names of the people? Gucci and what? Hey, I don't know that one. Mention the names. Chanel. Ralph Lauren. Huh? Calvin Clinton. Jojo Amat. Fashion things. There are people that have prospered through fashion designing. Yeah. It has been somebody's route. Yes. So whatever method God is choosing, remember the grace of God can appear. When it appears, your duty is to do what? No, no, no. When it appears, your duty is first recognize it. Recognize that this is what the grace of God is doing. That's the main one. Yeah. How many think that there's a grace of God on my life? I think so. A lot of people don't recognize that. They actually try to belittle it. Yeah. Yeah. But try to see. Because I myself, when somebody asks, What is your vision? It's a joke. It's like a joke asking me a joke. Crack a joke. What is my vision? I don't have any vision. I'm trying to serve God. All that has happened and all that has unfolded is as equally surprising to me as it may be to you. So it shows that I'm not doing anything. I'm also enjoying grace. And I'm asking you to also be strong in the grace that has appeared. All of us. Yes. Your nearness to the grace yes, is a key. Whatever grace has appeared to you, take it. Walk in it. And and realize that, yes, it may not be the traditional way. Don't make yourself rich, but actually you have nothing. No. God God, God is giving me this wisdom for you. Because in your case, you are going to become he that has. Ask me how the answer is, I don't know how, but I know that I'm preaching to stars, future stars, shining stars, and blessed children. Yes. Why do you think I came to preach to children? Because you have the greatest potential to be great and to do well. Stand to your feet. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word today. Everybody put your hand on your heart. Everybody, including those outside. We are praying now. We are praying. I'm praying for the grace of God for your life. Just start praying in the spirit. Father, give the grace now. Because it's not by might. It's not by power. It's not by our famous school or our famous university. It's not by our country or by our tribe, but by your grace and your power and your mercy. Thank you. Now, receive an impartation of the grace of God on your life. Receive an impartation of the grace of God on your life. Receive an impartation of the grace of God on your life. life. 
May the grace of God appear in your life right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you. What our school couldn't do for us. What our mother couldn't do for us. What our fathers couldn't do for us. The grace of God that appears shall do for us. Receive the grace to be taken from a village. And to be turned into an international star. Receive the grace to be taken from the dust. And be turned into a shining star. Receive the grace to be taken from blackness of darkness. And be placed in the light. Receive the grace to be taken from the miry clay. And have your feet upon a rock to stay. Receive the grace to come from a poverty stricken family. And become one of the wealthiest and most blessed families ever. Receive the grace of God that came on Abraham. That made him a blessing to the whole wide world. Receive the grace of God that came upon Jacob. That made him become a great and blessed mighty nation. Receive the grace of God that came on Isaac. That caused him to prosper and go forward and become great and become very great. Receive that grace. May you live to see the grace of God upon your life. And may you one day declare with Paul. I am what I am. By the grace of God. I am what I am. 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 By the grace of God. Receive the grace of God. And become something fantastic. And become something wonderful. And become something great. In the house of the Lord. In Jesus name. Let it come to pass. And everybody shouted amen. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed for a moment. If you are here today. And you don't know Jesus as your savior. Maybe somebody invited you. But I can assure you. The first grace that is appearing to you. Is the grace of salvation. Today, you must bow your knees to Jesus and receive him as your savior. What shall it profit a man if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Today, as every head is bowed and every eye closed, maybe you are standing here, but you know deep down in your heart you are far away from God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. If you are here like that, wherever you are standing, Bishop, pray with me. Help me to know God Today, if you are here like that, lift up your hand where you are standing. I want to pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I see all your hands. Lift it up high. Look, what I mean, you know if you were to die today or tomorrow, you don't know whether you even go to heaven or hell. But today, this is the best chance. This is grace. The Bible says the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared. If you've lifted your hand, you want to give your life to Jesus, then with your hand lifted up, I want you to come to me in the front here. Come. 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 Come running. Come running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will be your covering. His blood will flow freely. It will provide. Come. Come. Quickly. Quickly. Step forward, step forward. Step forward. Alright. Come on, I'm waiting for you. Come on. Come running. Come.
Lift your hands up. Lift your hands up and pray this prayer with me. Keep coming if you are in the aisle. Just stand in the aisle. Say this prayer. Everybody, no movement, no talking, no arranging. Say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Please forgive me for my sins. Lift your hands up high in the aisle, wherever you are standing. That is in the rows. If you are still standing in the rows, just lift your hand up high. Close your eyes, say this prayer. Say, Jesus, thank you. You have saved me. Today is my day. I am sorry for all my sins. I've done many bad things. Please have mercy on me. Please wash away my sins. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. From all my sins today, I open my heart and I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior, my Master, and my Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I commit, I dedicate my life to you. Jesus, thank you Lord for saving me today. Please write my name. Please write this name. Mention your name. Mention your name. Please write this name in the book of life. From today I am not a follower of Satan. I am not a follower of devils. I am a follower of Jesus. I belong to Jesus Christ. And I will serve Jesus Christ for the rest of my life. Jesus, take my life. Jesus, take my soul. Jesus, take my everything. I give myself to you from today. Help me, oh God, to be a good Christian and a strong Christian from today. I pledge my life I promise and pledge my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. I love you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving me. Thank you for bringing me to church. Say to God, thank you for bringing me to church today to hear your word and to be saved. Lift your two hands. Say, I love you, Jesus. I surrender all to you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now, don't go back to your seats. No, no. Look at me carefully. All of you, please keep your eye on me. Look at me. Look at me. Are you there? This is a great day, you see. There are people here, some of you... You don't go to church at all. You are very far from God. Today is a very important day. If I had not come here, you would have died and gone to hell. I'm sure of that. Because God showed it to me. Yes. So you must take this day as a very serious day in your life. A turning point. Look, God is not a fool.
Whatever we do, he sees it even in the rooms. And God knows us. He knows that we are weak. But that is why he sent Jesus to die. To save us. But only that sometimes you don't hear a strong call. Come to God now. Like you are hearing today. But today you are hearing it. You can't say you didn't hear it. And so from today. Today marks a turning point in your life. Today marks a turn around. Can you hear me? I said turn around from today. You will never be the same again after today. Amen. Amen. So I'm, I'm going to pray, be praying for you. God is going to raise. Some of you are even going to become pastors. Because you can't even. People cannot even believe how your life is going to be changed. By the grace of God and the power of God. Amen. So right now I'm going to give you one of my books. Start distributing the books to the, the guys. Start distributing the books. This book says how you can become a strong Christian. Give the books to the people. Give the word is give the books. Give the books to the people. Yeah. Okay, everybody has one now. Give it to your friend in your in the way you go to the club. Listen, look at me. No more talking, please. Look at me, everybody. Are you there? Look at the book. How you can become a strong with a strong man at the top there. Can you see the strong man? Yeah, you are the strong man in Jesus' name. No more demons can come and harass you and guide you anymore after today. When you go, I want you to read this book. Every chapter, think about it. It's not a book, it's not a storybook. You have to read chapter by chapter, chapter by chapter. Slowly. And it's the Bible. I'm not here to teach stories. I'm here, I'm teaching the Bible. God is going to change your life dramatically. I know some, one, one I'm going to hear tell, I was at Koforidra Polytechnic. You came there. I gave my life to Jesus. Since then, my life has never been the same. I'll hear that testimony. Amen. So God bless you now. What we are going to do is, you are going to go to the next classroom. Follow Pastor Leonard over there. He's going to show you podcasts. Bring your phone out. Let me see your phone. Lift up your phone. Lift your phone up. Lift your phone up. You left your phone. Huh. We don't leave phones like that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You have more than one phone. No problem. Everybody take your phone out. Now your phone is like your gun. Isn't it? We are going to show you how to put podcasts on it. Do you know podcasts? No. I will show you what it is. What I preach today, it will come on your phone free. You don't pay. It will come on your phone. Then you just press play. Then you hear the preaching again. So like you, like you come back to church. And your life is going to change. But the Bible says, a wise man will be hearing things. Is it not a fantastic thing? You don't pay anything. So we are going to take you to the room behind there right now. We are going to have communion. But you need this more than communion. Yeah, you are going to miss the communion because of podcasts and other things. Okay? Your life is changing. Your life is changing from today. In Jesus' name. Are you excited? And if you don't have a good phone, God is going to give you one just because of the podcast. All yams are cancelled from today. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Our pastor has lifted his hand over there. Pastor, let lift your hand. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him, please.
Clap for them as they go. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's a thing about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's a thing about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC.